Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Rock says tonight, the only two things that you two candy asses should concern yourself with is this. is your roll, know it. Your mouth, shut it. And if you do that, then The Rock, the great one, guarantees you will smell what The Rock is cooking. If you smell what the rock is cooking. The rock says, the rock, the rock, the rock says. The rock says, the rock, the rock. Welcome to this episode of the Debbie Authority. We are operating under the media empire that is the fantasyauthority.com, where you can find all of your Devi Dynasty, DFS, and redraft fantasy football content. Matt and I first want to thank everyone so much for all the great feedback uh, we received regarding our first episode last week, and we look forward to continuing to build our Devi Dynasty here in the future. I am your host. CJ Lang. You can find me on Twitter at Clubber underscore Lang 83. You can find me doing Dynasty Superflex rankings and Debbie rookie content on the fantasy30.com. And I also put some videos out via our YouTube channel. My co-host for this weekly adventure is the infamous Matt Jackson. You can find him at Debbie Matt on Twitter. Maddie, what's up, kid? Dude, what's up, CJ? How you doing? Oh, it's another day in paradise living someone's dream. Dude, if I could be doing as good as you, I'll be doing something, man. I'm excited to be back. We got our first episode out of the way. We got something out of there. So now all the nerves are are kicked off. We got the rust knocked off of our uh, our podcasting voices. I'm excited to be back with you, man. Do you like my finger guns at the, the beginning of that episode, by the way? I'll show yeah, you, 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 you some uh, finger guns. <laughs> you a Texas Tech fan now or not? I wasn't sure. Um, I'm a Pat Mahomes fan. That's what I am. Gotcha. Uh, some quick news and notes before we get started. Uh, our boy, Andrew Harbaugh, at Mandrew on Twitter, as you might know, he is fresh off of his winter solstice break. And along with Matt and I, will be dropping a ton of rookie and Debbie content this offseason. Uh, we're going to be creating our own TFA scouting empire. Uh, so we look forward to that. Uh, our TFA brethren, uh, Cody Kutzer and Tom Corson, will be dropping their final prop talk show this weekend, Super Bowl edition. Uh, so get your DraftKings and FanDuel accounts uh, loaded so they can make you rich. Uh, Robbie Jeffries and, and Tom also have a new Dynasty pod coming out. Uh, and our head honcho, Kevin Steele, is going to be dropping a Jamar Chase video. So all of us are going to be hitting some of the 2021 rookie profiles as well. So make sure to hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel and stay tuned to FF underscore authority on Twitter. All right, Matty. It's that time of the year, man. We're we're hitting the ground full running. I can't be even can't be any more excited for it, man. I gotta yeah, ask you a question awesome. though. Like, do you, do you do you do the uh, the sports book, the sports betting? Do you live in a state where you can do that? Uh, I do. I am a DraftKings guy. DraftKings. Yeah, I'm a FanDuel guy. I want to do the FanDuel sports book, but I live in North Carolina, so we have these rules that like the the state laws are like you can't do the sports betting. So like, I hit up Tom, uh, Tom and uh, Robbie and some some of the other guys. 
whenever they first started doing that, I was like, Hey, I'm going to get in on this. And like, I, I uploaded like $10 or something, some, something cheap into my, my sports book account. And then it's yep. just like, Hey, you can't actually bet. So now I just got $10 just sitting there until I go <laughs> move to a different state or something. Yeah. Just go on vacation. How, how far is it to uh, South Carolina? They do it there. It's like three hours or so. So I can just drive across the border. There you go. Lose your $10 and drive back. And actually, be negative twenty on the gas. Yeah, by the time by the time you you equal all the gas out, you don't you, you end up losing money. <laughs> yeah. So, Maddie, this is a Devi focused show, but we don't always want to be speaking about just rankings uh, and where we have our guys. So, we want you all to be the best Devi players that you can moving forward. We want to give you as much content as we can to make those informed decisions uh, with your Devi drafts, your trades, and the like. So, I know you've been getting tagged in some questions about what Devi is and how we play. So, I was thinking maybe this episode, let's do a little Devi one hundred and one for the masses. What do you think? Dude, let's do it. I'm all I'm all ears. All righty. So, first of all, let's. Just just get the, the Merriam-Webster dictionary version out of the way. What is a Devi? Devi is short for a developmental player. Uh, it can be a kid playing high school football all the way through being a senior in college. Uh, these are players that are not yet in the NFL. Uh, for example, Devonta Smith, the talented wide receiver for Alabama, could be considered a Devi. And also Quinn Ewers, uh, who is a junior in high school right now. Uh, but he is the number one ranked pro-style quarterback in the nation, according to 247 Sports. Uh, do you know uh, what school he already committed to, Matty? Uh, off the top of my head, if you had to ask me, I'd have been able to tell you. But off the top of my head, I can't look. I'll, I'll see if I can look it up real quick. You're going to be disappointed. Am, am I, am I going to be disappointed? Don't tell yeah, me. Don't tell upset me. upset yourself. Oh man, you see that? See that? That's unfortunate. I'm, I'm gonna I'll go ahead and apologize to Matt Bruning right now for not knowing that man. I haven't been keeping the up. Ohio State. I haven't been keeping up too much with the uh, the recruiting class, man. My weeks my weeks have been so busy these last two weeks, man. But that, that's a huge that's a huge recruit, man. Number one recruit in his class. Big cannon for an arm. Adam, we're excited about that recruit for sure. Yep. But you never know, though, because you know uh, you know Brock Grand- Vandergriff. Uh, you know he initially. Uh, committed to Oklahoma, right? And then he went home to Georgia? Yeah, exactly. So you never know if, you know, this kid's a junior in high school. He could, you know, find a couple hot chicks accounts who go to Florida and then, you know, decommit and whoever. You never know. So it's whatever team has the best looking cheerleaders, right? That's that's generally how they make these decisions. Yeah, exactly what I do for NCAA football when I'm going to pull somebody up. So, all right. So typically once you Debbie a player, uh, they sit on your taxi squad until they mature and become eligible for the NFL draft. So once drafted, uh, they're automatically promoted to your team and you don't have to waste a draft pick on them. Now, because some of that, some of your drafts might be, as we call it, watered down, uh, as we like to say, because if, if it's a one player copy league, uh, but some dynasty leagues are two copies, so one will always go into the drafts. But Debbie's and Debbie draft picks uh, can be dreaded just like anything else. So, um, you know, when we're talking about ranking, Maddie, how do you rank uh, your and draft your Debbies? So, so for me, you have to be very careful about drafting Debbies. Um, the top talents are always going to get priority and, and are going to go rather early in your Debbie drafts. Now, if depending on how you do your drafts, you could either have your startup picks and your Debbie picks in separate drafts and do two separate drafts, or you can have them all together. And depending on how you do that, values values change, you know, the ebb and flow. You know, ch- typically what I normally see is once your top talent in the NFL is gone, say, round four, five, six, that's when you start seeing some of these top-notch Debbie guys go off, the, go off the board. And when you're talking about guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, 
back when they were being picked as Debbie players, they went off the board a whole lot earlier just based on the recruiting profile and everything. So it can, it can really vary between your leagues based on who likes who, how you're building your team. Are you building your team to, to win now or are you building your team to win a few years down the road and be, and be powerhouse, be a powerhouse then? So, so it completely depends on that. But, but, but for me, what I like to do is I like to get all my, my, my top-notch NFL guys out of the way first before I start drafting Debbies because, as we always like to say, man, Debbie is so uncertain most of the times. I mean, look at guys like Penn State's Jerdy Brown, who everybody had high up on their boards, and now he, he's not playing He's not playing football anymore, and that's yep. a waste of Debbie pick. I mean, I still haven't dropped it for my Debbie rosters. I still can't do it yet, but Debbie is so fickle. You never know who's going to end up going pro, who's going to end up quitting football, and, you know, you, you, you just you just never know. So I always like to take the sure things first. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think for me, it's it's mainly team makeup. Um, I know a couple of guys that sell everything. They sell all their veteran players. They sell all their draft picks for all the Debbies. And I mean, one guy in one of our leagues had like 20 Debbie players. But after those three years when they mature, the dude had a loaded team. Um, so depending on what your team makeup is, uh, you know, if you're light on quarterback, maybe go kind of quarterback heavy. Um, you know, in fantasy, running back is always one of the big things because their lifespan is so short. Um, but like you said, a lot of the time it, it's a dart throw, really, because you don't know they could get injured. You know, we got question marks with Justin Ross right now. Um, you know, he was going to be a premier uh, wide receiver, still could be, hopefully. Um, you know, also for me, one thing that I look at, and and a lot of people give me static about it, is where they play. Uh, so. I'm not super high on Trey Lance uh, or Jordan Love. Uh, and that's nothing a knock against their talent or anything because they absolutely could be something in the NFL. But, you know, for Trey Lance, for instance, uh, North Dakota State, the team that he played or his toughest opponent was James Madison University. Now, why would I take him when I got a guy like Kellen Mond who I can get, you know, a few rounds later who played an SEC schedule, you know, for four years, uh, you know, and, and SEC is NFL talent all around. Uh, you know, Josh Allen has kind of proven my point wrong. You know, right now, you know, he ended up as the wide receiver four, went to Wyoming. But, you know, that's just how I feel about it. Do you it's have a, any thoughts on that? Yeah, part of that, too, is, I mean, you you look at guys like, you know, everybody wants to have that. The hot, the hot thing to have is to have the the Georgia running back because you know you look at guys like Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley, Sony Michelle for his one playoff run. The the Georgia running backs produce pre- pretty heavily. So I would prefer to have a guy in that program and that school and, and playing against SEC competition than somebody that that is getting all the carries. Like let's say uh, Louisiana Mon- Monroe. Um, Josh um, Johnson, Josh Johnson, who is playing lesser competition and is getting the starting snaps and has a higher, more more sexy quote unquote stat line. But I, I would much rather perform the Georgia the Georgia running back in that situation. Yeah, and that's exactly the same way. Like there are some things, some measurables that. It doesn't matter what team they play against. You know, if, if you've got a wide receiver who's six four, you know, 200 pounds, got great hands, got speed. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if he's playing for, you know, Boston College or if he's playing for University of Maine. You know, it, it doesn't really matter from that aspect. So, um, of course, Dwayne Eskridge is breaking that whole mold in the uh, the Senior Bowl this week. So, he, he's broken <laughs> that whole small school mold, <laughs> shattered yeah. it apart. Yep, for sure. Um, so, Maddie, for resources, uh, when you're researching your your Debbie guys, what do you use for resources? 
So for me, I'm huge on the 24-7 sports, um, not the composite. I don't use the composite because what that does is it takes a bunch of rankings and piles them together. So shout out to, to our co-host on the Debbie Happy Hour, um, Brian Shikochas. You know, he likes to call them glitches in the system. And so what you can find are some guys that are not ranked so highly in the composite rankings, but are top 100 recruits in the 247 sports rankings. So I like to use the 247 sports rankings because those guys do a great job of getting their rankings, getting them ranked out the way they roughly should be. Um, so, And they, they also provide you film watch. they got high school film, star breakdown, recruiting profiles, everything on their website. So it makes it real easy to to see what kind of recruit you're getting. So that's, that's my go-to source um, for sure. Yeah, that's also my number one source. Uh, you know, I use 24-7 sports uh, as my primary go-to. Uh, occasionally, I'll sprinkle in some rivals from time to time just to kind of see, you know, get a balance and see how each side is doing it. There are some, there are a ton of talented Debbie people too out there to gain resources from. I'm a huge fan of Brandon Lejeune uh, at Debbie Deep Dive. He has some great film cut-ups, has an awesome Debbie dashboard. Uh, I know you're just on his podcast uh, and he's always giving us names that you've never heard of that the next year you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that guy before. Yeah, Brandon Lejeune's a great guy, man. Super underrated guy in the community. I mean, the, this community, the Debbie community is popping, man. It's starting to grow a whole lot. So the, the content is out there if you look for it. it's This is becoming a huge community, guys diving into Debbie, guys diving into C2C leagues. And you need to get in on it because this is the hot new, you know, super flex leagues were, were the hot topic item a couple of years ago. Now it's starting to be Debbie leagues. Everybody's starting to get their feet wet with Debbie leagues. And if you haven't tried it yet, you're missing out because it's the best format that you're going to play. Yeah. Especially if you like college football and you love the NFL. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Uh, I actually have been doing dynasty and Debbie for years, but uh, this year or this past year, I just joined my first uh, campus to Canton league run by a mutual friend, Dwight Peoples at FF people's champ uh he's does a great job oh no he just changed his name right dj debbie dj debbie d or something DJ like that debbie d uh, yeah something like that yeah. yeah um but uh you know uh dynasty league football and, and the dynasty nerds they also have some great content uh and like i mentioned in the open uh hopefully soon the fantasy authority will be creating some awesome debbie content so make sure to utilize as much of these resources as resources as you can uh, to make yourself the best Debbie player possible. So we talked about a little bit about team makeup. We talked about a little about resources and rankings. So uh, when we're talking about ranking tiers, uh, you know, for tiers, for me, it's a bit harder to make tiers for Debbie players than it is for the NFL players. And that's mainly because they still have so much time to learn uh, going from high school to college. Uh, you can see in a lot where a lot of these college guys, you know, they operate from maybe the shotgun all the time. We have some teams who run pro-style offenses, and, and that uh, factors into it as well. Uh, you know, they can move up or down the depth chart, you know, per season as people graduate or maybe people uh, pop or, or don't. Uh, the opportunities might not be as consistent. Uh, you know, a good example of this is, uh, you know, Damian Harris and, and Josh Jacobs from Alabama. Uh, you know, they at coming out of the draft, Damian Harris was that guy, you know. And Josh Jacobs was his backup. And then all of a sudden, Damian Harris gets buried on the Patriots jet tarp. Josh Jacobs goes to Oakland and, and is killing it. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's definitely hard, harder to, to rank tiers in college. I mean, you look at guys like, for example, Zach Wilson. I know he's a hot topic 
um, in, in the Twitter circle right now. But when you look at his stock last year, nobody was talking about Zach Wilson. And a lot of that was because of an injury issue. Um, he had a, a subpar junior season or sophomore season, and he, he got injured. So he, nobody was really talking about Zach Wilson. Now he's a tier one quarterback going in round one of the NFL draft. So got, you know, landscape changes, guys values changes. And I think part of that too comes to, I mean, look at the transfer portal is a great example of this, right? You have five-star recruits that'll go to a school and not, not get the playing time that they were anticipating or somebody will end up starting over them. So they transfer to a different school, people lower their stock and then they end up smashing. So I think, for example, I think Eric Gray is, is a fine example of somebody who I anticipate doing that. So if you do play in a Debbie league, Make sure to try and get some Eric Gray if you can, because I love his Oklahoma landing spot. I think he goes in there as the starting running back. So look look to get some Eric Gray. But tra- transfers affect this a whole lot, playing time, coaching scheme. I mean, sometimes guys just don't fit the schemes, so they get to a better scheme, and all of a sudden they smash. So it, it's harder to do tiers, but I think tiers are important because that that's how you know – where where you're taking these guys come rookie draft season? Because if you if you can have your guys in specific tiers, okay, am I taking a tier one X player or am I taking a tier two at this position? So so it helps you in your drafting. If you're playing in C to C leagues, it helps you draft and, and utilize team makeup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I think at first, you know, I was just I ranked everybody from one to whatever, and then I would kind of cross them off the list. Now it's just so much easier. Okay, well, I need a running back now. Let's go to my tier one. Is anybody still available? Let's go to tier two, and you can group it however you want. It's it's all a matter of your own personal preference. Like for me this year, there's one running back in tier one, and that's Najee Harris. You could probably push up, you know, maybe Etienne, maybe Javante. Um, uh, which is Javante Williams. You do my boy yeah. Javante Williams dirty. He's, he's a tier one Javante running back. Oh, he's a tier one getting, running back. I want you to stop that nonsense right now. <laughs> you stop. You stop. Yeah, I've been hearing uh, I've been hearing him call the next Kamara, so I don't know. But uh, you know exactly that. But then you look at wide receivers, and and even in the Twitter community, we're all over the place. You know, you've kind of got Jamar Chase. You've got Devonta Smith. But everybody has them ranked differently. Uh, a bunch of guys up there. Uh, so it all depends, you know, really a lot of landing spot. So that's really why you have those guys in those tiers so that if they do go somewhere great, maybe you move them up your board a little bit. Yeah, that's a, that's a fine point. And it helps you just scouting wise. I just want to hit on this real quick. Um, it, it's so important not to just look at stats and box scores whenever you're building these tiers and ranking these guys because you'll get you'll get guys like, for example, Georgia Tech, he's a freshman this year. His name is Jameer Gibbs. He's a fine example. Of this. If you go and look at his box score, he doesn't have the sexiest stat line. But when you look at what he does in the in, on, on film in the game, he's explosive. He catches the ball incredibly well. He, he's elusive in open space. He's got home run hitting potential. And you miss a lot of that if you just look at the box scores. So I, I want to challenge you all, whoever you listen to, if you listen to us, hey, we're happy you're here. We're glad to have you in the, on this journey. We're ho- hopefully we can help you out in your Debbie leagues. But I, w- I want everybody to feel comfortable with whoever you listen to. You know, don't just take our word for it. Go and watch the film yourself because you, your eyes are going to be your best judge of what you're looking for. Make sure you're watching film and you can find it on film of what you're looking for instead of just looking at box scores and, and, and trusting what other people are telling you. Yep, for sure. And to everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Segue into that scouting talk. Um, You know, there are also some external resources that you can use as well. Um, You know, Nike has uh, some camps. I think they used to call it the Spark Camp. Uh, You know, there's the Elite 11 camps that you can use. And a lot of this information is all uh, either on TV or on the Internet. Uh, You know, my number one is on Saturday, just watching as many games as I can, catching all the highlights, seeing kind of who's popping. You can tell a lot just by your own eye test. You know, is it do they have the vision? Do they have the breakaway speed? You know, when the game is on the line, you know, are they dropping the passes uh, or whatnot? So uh, that, you know, that's all another thing that you need to do. Yeah, and I think you, you hit on the Elite 11 camp. I mean, in Superflex leagues, that's super important to keep an eye on every single year. What the Elite 11 camp is, just in case the, those – okay, those are sitting there. I don't know what Elite 11 is. What's that they're talking about? It takes the top college prospects out of high school, puts them all in a group during practices and a game, and and, and, and judges their talent against peers, uh, you know, at their fellow skill level against other quarterback positions. So, I mean, you look at how important the Elite 11 is. I mean, some of the last year's Elite 11 winners, C.J. Stroud, who's taken over for Justin Fields. You have Kyler Murray. You have um, Justin Fields was an Elite 11 winner. So, I mean, that's a really good indicator. If you're an Elite 11 MVP, that's a great indicator that you're going to have some level of success at college and ultimately probably in the NFL as well. Um, Spencer Rattler was another one, and his stock is rising a whole lot now too. So that's one that I really recommend watching is the Elite 11 because that's going to give you a good job, uh, good good analysis, especially if you play um, super flex leagues. It's going to give you a good idea of what quarterbacks you're looking for to scout. And then as these Debbies are becoming, uh, you know, draft eligible, you know, the Senior Bowl is always a great thing to watch and look. And uh, we just did a ton of content uh, from the Fantasy Authority on that. Uh, and I don't want to get too much into the Senior Bowl because I think we play that out pretty well the last couple of weeks. Uh, great game. But, you know, the Senior Bowl also has some guys that you might not hear a lot about. You know, last year, Antonio Gandy-Golden, uh, you know, was – killing in practice uh, and you know he, he got drafted uh, in a lot of my leagues uh, obviously we talked about Dwayne Eskridge already you know uh, if Manger didn't do that uh, Twitter thing on it and uh, we didn't you know see him during the senior bowl practice you know how many people would have known about him unless you're a Western Michigan fan Cooper Cup's another fine example he was a, he was one that really showed out when he was at the senior bowl and look at Cooper Cup stock now the last few years so it's really important to keep an eye on senior bowl there's a lot of guys that you know teams fall in love with these seniors that are playing and practices are so important. I, I, I put more stock in the practices of these things than the actual games. That's when you see what the skills that these guys have. I mean, you, you, you can really see some stocks rising because of the senior bowl. All right, Matty, uh, you good at Jeopardy? You good at some quiz games? Dude, I'm much better at Wheel of Fortune. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm the guy that's like, I'm going to try and guess this puzzle instead of knowing this random fact about colonization and 18, whatever. But I, I will give it. I will give it as they like to say the old college try. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll set this up a little bit. When I was a Debbie noob, I would go to two four seven or Rivals. I would sort by the highest star, and I would draft based on that list. Uh, just straight laziness. You know, no film watching, no article reading, no research, nothing. Just the star count. Uh, the quiz I'm talking about, Maddie. I went to Dynasty League Football, probably the only place that you don't work in the fantasy community. I'm, Unless you got hired by them this week, not yet. Uh, not yet. No, we're not. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay. 
Maybe so, soon. Maybe soon. <laughs> so I pulled some stats. So for quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers in Dynasty who ended this year as the top five. So we're talking about the top five quarterbacks, the top five running backs, and the top five wide receivers for the 2020 NFL season. How many of those 15 players were five stars? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think I can cheat a little bit because we we've covered this on another podcast that I was on. I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna lowball it here a little bit. So so five rankings, four positions, so 20 total players. Correct? No, we're we're not doing tight end. Not doing tight end. So just quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. So 15, 15 yep. spots. How many were five star recruits? So I'm gonna go with two. I'll tell you what, you you're good. You're, that's exactly right. There are two 15, top 15 players who are five-star. That was quarterback Kyler Murray, who was a five-star recruit out of OU, and Dalvin Cook, the running back uh, out of Florida State. Uh, that was and, a good guess, too, by the way. I pulled that one right out of my butt. <laughs> but I, I, I will say what, what, what CJ is trying to point out here, I think that, that that's key to note And if you're listening. If you're getting into Debbie, you know, CJ hit on just the laziness of looking at star rankings and okay, he's a five-star recruit. I'm going to draft him for my team. Well, very rarely do five-star recruits and top 10 players at their position actually end up hitting um, in the NFL. I think in a good class, and we covered this over the Debbie happy hour um, a couple months ago in a good class that, I mean, your, your best class that, that you're getting, you're getting about a 30% hit rate on five-star recruits. Yep. So Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, T.K. Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, and A.J. Brown were all four-star recruits. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, and Justin Jefferson were all three-star recruits. And can you believe that there was one two-star recruit who was actually the wide receiver two? Any guess? I'm trying to think who was the wide receiver two. Discount double check? Oh, uh, Devontae yeah. Adams. Devontae Adams was a two-star recruit. Can you believe that? Uh, that I can't believe. I know. I know he was. He wasn't a highly drafted player either when he came into the NFL. So, two-star recruit. I, I can buy that. He he wasn't a highly sought-after commodity. I mean, he is now. I mean, you can get about anything you want for Devontae Adams now. But back then, he you could not do that. So you know, we talked a little bit about rankings. We talked about tiers. We talked about research. We talked about resources. But you know, probably the one thing that you need on your side in all these Debbie leagues. What's that, CJ? Luck. That is you absolutely just need right. pure luck. Absolutely uh, right. You know, and one of our Debbie drafts, I think it was 2017, uh, North Carolina had a wide receiver, Jordan Adams. Uh, he had just finished 1,000 receiving yards, uh, 16 touchdowns a senior in high school, went to UNC. He was the number three overall prospect in the nation when he signed with UNC. Uh, I know a lot of people, David him, 6'2", 175 pounds, quick, played in the All-American game, played in the Shrine uh, game. And then right before he started on campus, the Los Angeles Angels drafted him 17th overall. He took that $4 million deal and, and went to baseball. So uh, I know a couple people who still have Jordan Adams uh, on their taxi squads, uh, maybe hoping for one of those comebacks. I know you had mentioned you're, you're keeping somebody on there. Yeah, so so for so for me, um, so I was trying to look up rankings of some of some of these guys that, that are coming in the league this year, just to give guys a, uh, a a good background of what's going on. Can you can you ask that question again to make sure I give the listeners a correct answer? <laughs> so you had mentioned somebody that you're keeping on your taxi squad. Uh, was it 
Journey Brown? Journey, or? Brown, Journey Brown, yeah, Journey Brown. So yeah. he, he was he was a guy that I had ranked in my top five, um, if not top three backs in this class. And, you know, you, you look at him and he, he was he was somebody that everybody wanted in their debut circles. And all of a sudden he, he has a heart condition and he can't play football anymore. So, I mean, the, these guys, I mean, and that that's just one of a plethora of guys. There's a wide receiver whose name's blanking me right now that just a few years ago, um, was the wide receiver one in, in everybody's rankings, and, and he had kind of the same stuff, injury issues. He couldn't play anymore. So, I mean, it's just you got to be careful. You need you need luck on your squad. And, and for me, um, just w- one thing that I want to hit on, just going back to the whole star ranking, I mean, part of this luck does come with the stars because you look at – let's take the top three backs in this class, respectively, top three running backs. So you had – Najee Harris, who was a who was the five star a five star recruit and the number one back in this class, so we're gonna throw him out there. So Travis Etienne was a four star back and the number fifteen running back in this class, two hundred thirteenth player in the nation. Now he's the he's, he's a lot of people's RB twos could potentially go in round one this year. Javante Williams, who who I've already said is a tier one running back. You wanna you wanna. Throw that out the window. Well, don't worry, don't worry, CJ. We'll we'll have talks about this after the show's over with. But Javante Williams, three-star recruit, number ninety-four running back in this class, the one thousand four hundred and seventy-sixth player nationally. Do not go on star rankings. They're helpful to set a baseline of whose film you're going to watch, but very rarely do five-star recruits do all do all ten top ten five-star recruits end up hitting. Uh, and, you know, also you have the risk of once you debut that great guy that you've done all the research on, like Kyler Murray, and the heart attacks that he gave me when he was floating back and forth between baseball and if he was going to go pro, and sometimes you just you just got to luck out. Here's the heart attack that he gave me, man. I refused to draft him in a Superflex league because I was like, he's going to play baseball. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm going to waste my 101 on Kyler Murray. And now I'm sitting here kicking myself. I was like, why did I not take Kyler Murray in my 101 pick? Because I thought he was going to go play baseball. And that, that's the uncertainty of Debbie, but that's the fun to Debbie, too. You never know what you're going to get, and it, and it adds an, another level of excitement to this wonderful game of fantasy football that we play. Yeah, and, and that's just it. A, a lot of great college football players either don't get drafted or they just don't pan out. You know, landing spots definitely matter, but ultimately uh, it, it's just a luck thing, you know, and it's fun doing it. It's fun researching. It's fun talking to everybody. It's fun watching the film. Uh, and looking at all the rankings and, you know, our, our group me's are always popping off uh, and Twitter chats are always good. So, you know, it's also just another clean, fun outlet that we all have to use. So yeah, exactly. And, and you hit on it, you know, not all college football players are going to end up working out. There's according to the NCAA's numbers led this last year, there were 73,712 NCAA football players. And how many of those guys are going to end up going pro? So, I mean, it, it's awesome. It helps you watch the game of football more intensely, but you never know. I mean, you got to be real selective with with how you select the, these college football players because they're not all going to pan out. That's why I like to, um, you know, definitely use tiers as we talked about. And I, I trust my film. I, I really grind film, watch as many games on Saturday as I can because that's how you're going to know which one of these guys is going to work out. Yeah, exactly. And then you got guys like James Robinson who go undrafted and then become a top 10 running back. So you just like throw it all out the window anyway. Exactly. So, uh, you know, before we go, I I did 
want to mention, I know you mentioned this on the Debbie Happy Hour uh, with Skip, but, uh, you know, big news out of North Carolina that you're expecting a soon-to-be Olympic gold medal gymnast or a, a 2042 number one overall draft pick this fall? So, yeah, we are expecting a a three-star recruit in high school. We're not going to shoot for the five-star <laughs> because we already talked about how how those don't pan out. So, hopefully, if they get that three-star ranking, you, you guys will all be drafting a a draft-eligible college football player to add to your, your many Debbie rosters that I know that you're now going to go and add after this Debbie talk. Um, one thing I do want to hit on, um, get into Debbie leagues. We've already talked about it. I mean, we're hyping them up this entire show. There's so much fun to do. Don't burn yourself out, though. I tell, I tell guys all the time that ask me, hey, I want to start a Debbie league. What do I do? Start with a three-round Debbie draft. You know, don't, don't roster 10 Debbie players per team because you're going to dive in head first and you know you're not going to know what you're doing and it's not going to be a fun experience for you so if you're building a debbie league i like to set you know three three debbie players per team that that gets all your top prospects out of the way and it's a good way to get your feet wet and just pay attention you know i know a lot of these games you know they, they don't might not get a lot of television coverage but you know what just watch as much football as you can uh you know use all those resources that that's at your fingertips uh and uh you know pray Pray that uh, your your guys work out, so and you can go on and and become uh, you know a, the big bucks, one of the big bucks. So, so uh, you know, you're I think big, that really, you're in the big leagues, big leagues now, fellas, big leagues now. <laughs> so I think it wraps up for this week. Uh, any parting thoughts? Well, we we've already hit the nail on the head, CJ. I think CJ. I think you know, join Debbie leagues. They're awesome. Once you get into Debbie leagues, there's this little thing that we're going to hit on at some point down the road called C to C leagues. We're not going to hit on that right now, but they, the the market's really opening up. You guys are going to have a blast. Follow along as we're going to be getting out tons of content on TFA. So make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. We'd love for you to leave us a review, the podcast app, however you listen. We we would appreciate your feedback. Uh, whatever you have for us. If you have any questions and whatnot, email the show, uh, tweet at us. You know, we, we love to answer questions and help you guys out. Yeah, we really appreciate you all giving us a listen uh, for this episode of the Debbie Authority. Like I said, you can find us under the Fantasy Authority family of podcasts. Uh, you working on anything good this week, Maddie? Yeah, so I've got a um, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, pro, rookie prospect Ooh. profile coming up. Coming out. You guys have already seen the uh, the video that I did for the uh, Fantasy Authority, but I've got an article kind of summing up all my thoughts coming out on Dynasty Nerds. Um, got that coming up. Um, always jump jumping on the podcast when I can, so look out for me on Twitter if you can. You guys can find me at Twitter at the newly branded Devi Matt. I used to go by DHH underscore Matt. You can now find me at Devi Matt. Like I said, I'm always trying to work on you know, grinding film, grinding articles. I'm, I'm diving full force into rookie season. So I'm going to try and get you guys as much content as I can, as I can reasonably get out there. And uh, all of us at TFA this week, we're, we're, uh, we're hitting those rookie profiles hard. Uh, you know, unfortunately for Boston college, you know, we've only got like 14 or 15 fans. So I'm doing a profile this week of Hunter long, the tight end from Boston college to make all those 15 fans happy. Uh, so you can find that under the Fantasy Authority name. Like Maddie said, we'd love any feedback, uh, show suggestions, any fantasy-related questions. You can reach out to us at Authority at gmail.com. Uh, Maddie, until next time, uh, keep your lives between the uprights and uh, at least one foot in bounds. Peace out, fellas. Talk to you later.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.